0: Hi everyone, this is Dorchester Community Church online broadcast from Sunday the 26th of July and our theme this week is, God, where are you? Get me out of here! And if you're wondering what the noise is going to be shortly, this is me trawling my way through the undergrowth. Hi everybody, my name's Roger... I'm not a celebrity, but I am saying, get me out of here. Most definitely am I saying that. Well, we've got a new series that we're starting for you here at, uh, at Ed Community Church. Oh, by the way, I'm the pastor. I'm on my way to church now. Seem to have lost my way. And you can't really always tell when you're going to be able to get where you want to get to, can you? And just like lockdown, wouldn't it be great to say, yeah, it's going to be all through. We're going to be over that in a week, a month. The reality is we just don't know. You know what? we just got to keep going. we just got to keep hanging in there. And one of the things we're going to be thinking about under this new series of I'm in lockdown, get me out of here, is just that the different issues that are maybe coming our way where we're thinking, I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling with that, get me out of here. Is there a God who's able to be with us in the present and to journey with us until we find that way through? I believe there is. The Bible says there is. This God is not far from each and every one of us. It's whether or not we're able to own that and to trust him so that if we keep going step by step, we might indeed discover that there is indeed a way through there can indeed be that sense of sunshine yet again i need to get my skates on hopefully i'm going to be there in time i'll see you soon um. oh, just be great. Okay, time for a quick change. Okay, what have we got happening today? Hopefully there's going to be a few things to make you smile. There's going to be a few people that hopefully you're going to be pleased to see again. There's then an opportunity for us to explore God's word for the here and the now. Maybe something that we each need to grab hold of about his word for our lives. Then there's that opportunity to worship God in song, plus maybe our very own version of sort of I'm a celebrity with a di- with a difference. That's coming up a little bit later. The first I've got to get changed. OK, the clock starts ticking right now. See you soon. And in terms of that clock start ticking, do you recognise this clock? Well, this is actually the backdrop for the TV programme uh, Countdown, not Clockdown, Countdown. So we've got the clock, which is supposedly the time it takes for me to get changed out of my jungle gear and into my normal clothes and ready to present this week's broadcast of I'm in Lockdown. Get me out of here. Well, as we think about saying welcome, we're not the only ones who's actually saying welcome at all because look, who's back?
1: Hi everyone. Hi We arrived back from New Zealand yesterday. Uh, We do have to self-isolate for the next 14 days.
0: Yes, and it's good to be back home, and we look forward to catching up with you all soon.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: That's Alan and Sally Jones. Okay. well, it's now holiday time. Great to see Alan and uh, Sally back from New Zealand. Although, of course, with it being holiday time, for many there's been decisions taken about not going away. I told my suitcases that there'll be no vacation this year. Now I'm dealing with emotional Some the baggage. Other hand have decided that maybe they're able to take just a short break and that that might be beneficial.
2: Can I help you, sir?
0: And oh, we'd like a room for two nights, please. <laughs> and that was two people dressed up as two nights. You may, of course, be preferring something local. Now, Dorset is a beautiful part of the world, as we know. So here's a few pictures that Lisa took. From around the Portisham area. Beautiful scenic views of Portisham. Lovely. And what about making the most, though, of the outdoors? I'm planning a camping holiday, but I have to say I'm far from impressed with my travel insurance. Turns out if someone steals my tent in the middle of the night, I'll no longer be covered. Boom, boom. So... If you're considering maybe even going abroad, well, you'll be aware that there are always those instructions and safety uh, guidelines given by one of the stewardesses. And if you've flown a lot, you'll be all too familiar with those, I'm sure. But I very much doubt if you would have actually received any safety instructions quite like these. Hope you enjoy this next clip, and then we're going to be worshipping God together in song.
3: I can pretend to have your attention for just a few moments. My ex husband, my new boyfriend, and their divorce attorney are going to show you the safety features the It's been a long day for me. To properly fasten your seatbelt, slide the flat end of the buckle. To release, lift up on the buckle. Position your seatbelt tight and low across your hips like my grandmother wears her support bra. <laughs> if you are man, you want to take your toes on, there's eight ways to get there. Two forward exit doors, two wingland wing window exits, two rear exit doors, signs over head, disco lights, and the floor lady shakes it. Everybody gets the door prize in the seat back pocket in front of you, along with dirty diapers, chewing gum, rumpers, banana peels, and all that that gives you leave for us. It. It's a safety information card. Shake it out, check it out. You'll notice in a highly unlikely event that the Captain a hot tub, everybody gets their very own teeny weeny yellow Southwest bikini. One size fits take it out, on it's over this side, place it over your head, not strap around right your waist. I've lit and kind of pulled the bike. Once outside, pull down on the, side side, the right tack and inflate to manually inflate below in the tube at your shoulder. A students are coming, but I'm hoping that you'll tell them how good looking they are. You're going to make sure that your seat backs and trays have you learned to pull upright, and absolutely most comfortable position possible. And you're down. Now, these are crammed and shoved completely into the seat in front of you, leaving absolutely no room for your knees or feet. As you know, it's a no-smoking, no-whining, no-complaining flight. It's a please and thank-you, and you are such a good-looking flight attendant flight. Smoking has never arrived aboard Southwestern because smoking in the lavatory, they're for that $2,000, and if you want to pay that for your airfare, you should have flown somebody else. <laughs> if we do make you that nervous for the next hour and a half, you're more than welcome to step outside. We don't discriminate at the Southwestern, we have a special smoking station just for you. Good night. We have up in the air. And the flight attendant is serving you. and is Wendy, and her motto is If you can lie it, you, you, can smoke it. Governor Lambert is temporary with disabling or destroying any smoke detector or webcam in any of our laboratories. Federal aviation regulation our passenger compliance. So the latter passenger information signs and passenger bikers basically. Just do what we say and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and although we could never anticipate a loss in cabin pressure, if we did, we certainly wouldn't be at work tonight. <laughs> but if needed, throw mask masks off the apartment ever had. Stop screaming, let go of your neighbor, pull under that plastic tubing as fully sit in place the mask over your nose and mouth and read normally. To activate the flow oxygen, simply insert 75 steps for the first minute and take your for <laughs> plastic bag may not insulate, you are receiving lots and lots of cash. <laughs> and if you're traveling with small children, we're sorry. <laughs> if you're traveling with more than one child, pick out the one that you think might have the most earning potential down the road. And if you're traveling with somebody needing very special assistance, like your husband or, sorry, or your wife put on your mask, first. That's it for the news and don'ts of show and tell. Sit back and relax, or you can sit up and be tense either way. So, remember, my game to game The clock's already ticking. Seriously, if there's anything at all that we can do to make your flight more enjoyable, please tell us. Just as soon as we land in Salt Lake City. <laughs> and if there's anything you could do to make our flight more in trouble, we'll tell you immediately. When we're not shy in Southwest. That's what we call very cheap entertainment. and nobody had to pay extra, but you certainly don't get a refund. That's nice to you in Southwest
0: for working with Fantastic. Now let's worship it God in song. song called Sovereign by Chris Tomlin.
4: Sovereign in the mountain air, sovereign on the ocean floor, with me in the calm, with me in the storm. Sovereign in my greatest joy, sovereign in my deepest cry.
0: comes my way. Help me to trust you. Proverbs 3 encourages us to trust in the Lord and lean not in our own understanding. May we rest in God's sovereignty as Proverbs 16 declares. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his sovereignty rules over all. Amen. There's great words in there in that song. The song's called Sovereign by the way. Listen to what we've just been singing. With me in the dark, with me at the dawn. In your everlasting arm, all the pieces of my life, from beginning to the end, I can trust you in your never-failing love. You work everything for good. God, whatever comes my way, I will trust you. Ow! I mentioned earlier that we were going to be starting a new series, and this mainly has come about uh, because of the increasing numbers of people that I've heard kick off a conversation with words like, you know, I'm really fed up with. Now, how people continue that sentence may, of course, vary. Uh, but the start of it often be, seems to be uh, quite similar, starting off reflecting some form of, of frustration. Maybe it's about the whole COVID thing, things getting us down and we just long for things to be as they were before. Maybe it's that whole sense of uh, the COVID restrictions, not able to meet uh, with family, not able to go out for some people, and now having to wear masks at the supermarket, we're just so drained, so Exhausted.
1: Talk to me.
0: Since lockdown began, more than half of adults say their mental health has deteriorated. Yes, more than half. It was inevitable that we get fed up with all of this some way. We know what we should do. And we know how we ought to be. But for many, it seems that that is still not possible. For many, it's still that lack of social contact that's been painful. And if you're one of those who indeed is over 70, well, even if we are able to open the church here in the near future, current government guidelines are saying that instead of us encouraging you back, we need to actually encourage you to stay at home. There's going to be a potential tension there, isn't there, in terms of what people would like to do or maybe should do. And, of course, if you're a Christian, well, you might also have thrown into the middle or at least pondered, God, where are you in all of this? Now, theologically, we know at one level he's been there all the way along because he's everywhere, he's God. But it doesn't always feel like that, does it? When things go wrong, when we feel we've just got nothing left, when we lose money, when a friend doesn't return our messages, or when day after day no one seems to, to contact us and we miss that whole sense of human contact. That whole COVID situation has led to some getting pretty near a cracking point, knowing yep, the theory of how we ought to be, but some people choosing just not to be like that at
5: all. This is how one Paramedic put it. If every single person, man, woman, child across the whole country, from number number one up to what is it, sixty-seven million or whatever the number
6: is in the country right now, every single person in the country was being strict with themselves and they were doing exactly as they were supposed to, it would end much quicker than it than it than, than it has. But people just can't do it. People can't do it. People physically can't do it. I think it's just a lot of people just don't either either don't care or um, just don't have consideration for other, other people other than themselves.
0: And then, of course, our mind begins to play tricks, doesn't it? Those negatives can increase, and these can grow if we let them, until they're all out of all proportion. Sometimes it may well be that for some of us we could conclude that maybe there isn't even a God at all. And if there is, well, he's got no interest in Ourselves, And we point, metaphorically speaking, at our own individual circumstances as proof for that. It's our carrying all those thoughts that God's word in the Bible speaks into our situation in the here and now, today. A very brief verse and a short verse is what we're going to be thinking about today. It's from Acts chapter 17. We read there... One of the, uh, the early uh, church leaders, uh, Paul, and he said, you know, God is not far from each one of us. And he based that on his own life-transforming experience. You can read more about that in Acts chapter 9 when he was known then as Saul. Not a nice character back then. As Paul began to share the Christian message about Jesus and his being able to deal with our past and give us a sense of of hope for the future, he also began to observe the culture around him. And that's the kind of thing that we should be doing as well, to think about how we can connect that which we believe into today's world. He saw that array of idols uh, around him, noted that they were indeed very religious, but they didn't necessarily know God on one occasion even saw this statue that had an inscription upon it saying to an unknown God not sure that that's that far removed from where people are often at today there's an appetite for spirituality isn't there but also for reality often sadly there's maybe been historically an absence of one or the other or even both of those from within the Christian church. Maybe we could say that if there was that sense of a genuine spirituality and a genuine reality, then people would be more likely to take seriously what it is that we say that we believe in. Instead, people have turned to no matter of things, haven't they? Eastern mysticism, New Age philosophies. In the book of Acts, Paul highlights that that whole sense of a a desire that we ought to have to, to reach out For him, to this God. And then he brings the assurance that this God is not far from each and every one of us, regardless of what we feel. Now, is that something that maybe you need to hear afresh today? The Old Testament, you know, is incredibly clear, in fact, that regardless of what we might
5: think or feel, God is already everywhere. The psalmist, too, was convinced
0: of that reality. And we're going to hear about that
2: right now. Today's Bible reading is taken from Psalm number 139. And our Lego friend is going to read it to you.
0: This is Laura introducing
6: Psalm the
0: Lego people.
7: Lord... You have examined me, so you know all about me. You know when I sit down and when I get up.
6: You know my thoughts before I think them. You know where I go and where I lie down. You know everything I do.
7: Lord, you know what I want to say even before the words leave my mouth.
6: You are all around me, in front of me and behind me. I feel your hand on my shoulder.
7: I am amazed at what you know. Tis too much for me to understand. Your spirit is everywhere I go. I cannot escape your presence.
6: If I go up to heaven, you will be there. If I go down to the place of death, you will be there. If I go east where the sun rises or go to live in the west beyond the sea, even there you will take my hand and lead me. Your strong right hand will protect me.
7: Suppose I wanted to hide from you and said, Surely the darkness will hide me. The day will change to night and cover me.
6: Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are the same.
7: You created every part of me. You put me together in my
6: mother's womb. I praise you because you made me in such a wonderful way. I know how amazing that was. You saw my bones grow as my body took shape, hidden in my mother's womb.
7: You saw my body grow each passing day. You knew that I was there. You saw me before I was born. All the days planned for me were written in your book before any of them ever began.
6: Your thoughts are beyond my understanding. They cannot be measured.
7: If I could count them, they would be more than all the grains of sand.
6: And when, when I, I wake up, up I, I am, am still cold. with you.
0: Psalm 139.
2: And today's verse is taken from Acts chapter 17, where the Apostle Paul reminds us that God did this so that they would seek him, and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us.
0: Thank you, Laura. That was great. What a creative way of seeing, hearing and catching hold of God's word for us. Now, something a little bit different in kind of getting into this theme of I'm in lockdown. Get me out of here, which, as you know, we've kind of like uh, sifted that from the, uh, the TV series. Well, Claire has taken that very seriously. Indeed, let's just say I'm very grateful to not be in her shoes right now. Over, to Claire.
2: Hi everybody. I'm Claire, and this is our community kids slot, uh, which we've been doing for mainly for the children, but I think the adults will probably enjoy this today as well. So community kids is for those of you that don't go to church are our children's groups at the church. Um, so I know Rod just said that we weren't going to be doing any eating of like horrible food, bush tucker trial style, as part of our "I'm in lockdown, get me out of here" new theme, but. We couldn't really resist so for the little kids slot today we're going to be doing our very own Dorchester Tucker trial mate so um, I'm going to welcome in my helpers Molly and Jack and we are going to do a little game for you so um, do you want to hold the bowls up guys we've got a selection of foods here um, which. Uh, jam We've got from the, can you see them, which we've got from the cupboards Don't say them that loud Well, actually, no, you can say them
5: right now, because I know what to them Jam, C- peanut,
2: peanut butter, chilli But anyway, so what Pops. we're going to do is The kids are going to blindfold me Do you want to blindfold me? Yeah, um, from, from
8: now on She will never see the look of your ears
2: Yeah, you, know, you just like, you just tie that around me um. it. Uh, Can you tie around, and then I'll cover up my ears Because the kids might want to chat to each other um, so this, this thought just up a trial is going to involve the children feeding me different combinations of foods um, that maybe don't normally go together um, and me trying to guess what they are. Uh, so I'm going to come up my ear so that they can chat. Uh, can you gel? First of all, gel, kids. Please gel your hands. Oh, when you're a, a global pandemic, you need to wash your hands. Okay, fine. Wash, wash, wash. I rush, can't
3: rush, tell if
2: are doing it for that. I'm going to just look. Wash, wash, wash. So between you, can see what the first
0: combination is going to be. So this is Jack and Molly. They're hand sanitised, their hands. Now they're going to select a variety of different foods, and it'll be quite horrific as they put them all on the same spoon for Claire to taste rather than me. Can she guess what it is? What's it going to taste like?
2: I yes. think it's pesto and something crunchy, so pesto and cereal, of some sort. Was that right? Yeah. Oh, that was disgusting. <laughs> uh, wait, can I have a drink? Where's the dark coat? I need a little swirl <laughs> in between. <laughs> <laughs> that was Hang actually gel. That was actually disgusting. <laughs> mm. Oh, that was gross. Okay. Oh no, I don't want to do it anymore. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Okay, next combination. Oh, that's disgusting.
0: well the kids are whispering now to come up with a the most revolting next option what are they going to come up with
4: i don't like it
3: okay ready
2: And? and hummus. No! no. Um. It's sweet chilli.
5: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That froze. She needs okay. even more now. Have a drink,
2: a
0: drink. Sounds quite okay. revolting, doesn't it? All these dishes. Rather clear than me. I think there's one more to go. What's she going to have to taste for the last one? At least there's no actual uh, living creatures or anything revolting like you get on I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. But that's what this was based on. Hopefully you're going to really enjoy your own meal uh, today (laughs) and be grateful for all the sensible things we're able to eat.
2: How many things are you putting on it? Three. Hang on three. three. Right,
3: Ready. <laughs> you hate
2: <play> that one. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's> disgusting? <laughs> that's truly disgusting. <laughs> that's very horrible. No, try it, try it, try it. Try it. What is it? Oh, it's a crisp. Mm-hmm. Something sweet. Oh, yeah. Is it jam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, um, something else as well. Cucumber? No, nice.
5: it's not
2: cucumber. It's um, but well, can No, it's because snap peas. Yeah, sugar snap peas. Just eat it. Oh, just right. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Disgust.
4: <laughs> yeah!
2: So I've recovered now from eating all that disgusting food combination. Um, they were really horrible. I've had to down them um, quite a lot. When I started playing that game, it was just a bit of fun, but I did start to feel a bit kind of worried and scared and anxious even though I knew what possibilities were in the bowls when the children were feeding me those horrible combinations it made me feel it did make me feel anxious and I didn't like that feeling I think during lockdown loads of us have had that experience where we felt really anxious and really worried about what the future might hold about the unknown just like I was worried about what was unknown in terms of what was about to be put into my mouth I think it's so important to remember that God can help us and he can give us courage in those situations where we're feeling really anxious and worried about the future and about what we don't know. There's still going to be lots of that to come in this lockdown, as, even as lockdown eases. And I want you um, as community kids to think about when you're feeling worried or anxious and when things seem different to usual. So we had all that time where either we weren't at school Or we were at school, um, but school was different and we didn't see our friends in the same way. We didn't do the same games and we didn't do the same activities. So when you're in that situation and things just don't seem the same, they seem a bit different or they seem scary or unknown, we can ask God to give us courage to face that with knowing that he's there for us and he can help us to be brave and to face the unknown, just like I had to put those horrible things in my mouth, although I didn't actually have to do it. Um, So, yeah, that's why we did the Bush Trugger trial, and I hope that gave you a good um, visual reason or or visual understanding of what we're talking about. Hope to see you again soon, and uh, don't eat any gross foods out of the cupboards for the next couple of weeks. That's my advice. Bye!
0: Thank you, Claire. Okay, hope you enjoyed that, kids. That was great. Well, here's a quote uh, for you from a guy by the name of Thomas Merton. We receive enlightenment only in proportion as we give ourselves more and more completely to God by humble submission and love. We do not first see and then act. We act and then see. And that is why the person who waits to see clearly before they will believe never starts on the journey. You know, the Bible is full of real people sharing their real life experiences. And with many of those, we can enter into how they interacted with God or indeed otherwise. They're there. To help us, to help the likes of you and me. Not just to formulate some form of history lesson that we might just get to know what's in a particular uh, theological or theoretical book. This stuff really happened. God's Word is meant to be coming out to life in 3D so that you and I can connect with the characters it speaks about. And we're going to think about a few of those characters right now. There was a guy called Jacob. Well, God was there... All the time in one particular uh, example of his own life and yet he hadn't realised it. I wonder maybe if that can be true of ourselves. Just not being aware that this God that we thought wasn't there at all, actually he's been there all the way along. And maybe we would seek to explain away those occasions where we've had no perception of his being there. But maybe we need to think afresh of the fact that you know this God was there all the way along or we've got the example of david in one instance there have been people's homes that have been destroyed their families have been taken every then turned upon their leader david but he found somehow something or should i say someone to uphold him is that the way that we know god or are able to know him and then there's poor old job he'd lost everything And thought he had a legitimate case against God. And sometimes there's so many tough things that occur in our lives. That if there is a God at all, well we're really angry and we let him know it. And yet by the time you get to the end of the book of Job. This Job realised that this God was there for him all the way along. And maybe for ourselves as we're thinking today about this God not being far from each one of us we can think and bring to mind those different things that we're wrestling with
5: right now in terms of god where are you and all of this stuff get me out of here and god will want to say to the likes of you and me that he is not far from each and every one of us you know the stories about others that we've got in god's world are there to inspire us the characters written about are not that different to ourselves they just simply lived in a different time. But eternity is timeless. God's word is timeless too. It's for people of all time.
0: So that therefore includes the likes of you and me. And that's the reality of the Christian faith. We're going to be thinking a little bit more about that shortly. But firstly, this is when I caught up with our webmaster at the church. Hi, Rich. How are you doing? Hi, Rod. How you doing? Hi, everybody. How okay. Well? And now, and, and, Rich. I gather you're you're making something that's a secret. Is that right? That's right, yeah, yeah, it's top secret. Top secret. So here's the question then, guys. What is it that we think that this man, this gorgeously uh, handsome-looking Whoa. young man, is actually making for someone special? OK, that's the question for this week, but <laughs> on to things more serious. Rich, I know people are being concerned about your health because of the whole COVID thing and all the different health issues that you've got. H- how are you doing and what's the latest? Well, I've been backwards and forwards to the hospital. I've been discharged from hospital Right. um... I've got COPD, so I've got problems with my chest. I've got a weak chest, but on the whole, everything's good at the moment. With the warm weather, it brings um, good chest. So I'm, I'm upright and smiling at the moment warm weather well you certainly caught the sun oh no that's your t-shirt okay (laughs) okay so rich in case people don't know rich is the amazing guy behind the scenes who deals with all the stuff on our website uh rich for people that might not know what's on the website and just clicking into this uh what what can they find and what's the useful stuff uh on home page and that that people can uh, can see well if you go to dorchestercommunitychurch.org.uk if you miss everything else most of the stuff that's relevant and updated is on the front page of the website and we try and keep that as up to date as possible and generally through the week there's previews of what's coming this coming weekend with little clips that slide so you can see of little tasters of what's to come. And when you say generally, that's basically, Rich, saying if Rog pulls his figure out and gets me some little videos or pictures <laughs> and stuff like that. OK. And I know sometimes people aren't aware if they're uh, members of the church and that, how they can contact uh, somebody else. But what's all this about a members section on the website? Well, if you are a member of the church um, and you'd like to um, get access to more information on the website, then drop me an email. Just send an email to contact... At Dorchester Community Church, and we can have a chat and get you set up to access the members area, and there's a lot of really good information on there for the members. You heard it here first. Thanks ever so much, Rich, for all you're doing, and just the update on the webby stuff. Take care, mate. Thanks, bye-bye. Fantastic. Rich does an amazing job, puts in hours. to see rich looking so much better isn't it and thanks rich indeed for all the stuff that you do you know god is not far from us as he's given us a variety of promises and pictures to remind us of his closeness regardless of what our circumstances might be or what we might be feeling at the time jesus said to his followers in matthew's gospel chapter 28 i am with you always to the very end of the age. What a promise. And then again in Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 8, we're reminded that this Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But it doesn't feel as if God is close. We may well feel sometimes on the inside. But since when should we base fact on feelings? Since when should we base our faith on feelings? Come to that. It matters what we feel, but what we feel must never dictate our theology, in other words, what we believe. Feelings can change, can't they? Often feelings change just by us pulling back the curtains and seeing the sun shining or or whether or not it's raining, and then we can feel different things. But God's word is unchanging, hence our reason for confidence. So if we're feeling that sense of struggle in terms of, God, where are you? Get me out of here! This is the book that we need. To come back to. God's word. Is true. And this truth is big enough. For all of our. But what about. What about all the suffering. That's resulted from Covid. What about me being on my own. What about my being unable to work. What about the loss of my job. What about the pressure. In the job that I have got. What about all my health problems? What about the past that haunts me? God, where are you? Get me out of here. Acts 17 verse 27 reminds us, as we've already said numerous times,
5: but we need to hear it again. God is not far from
0: each one of us. Maybe it's something that's worthwhile, you even writing that out on a post-it note and sticking it on the fridge, sticking it on the bathroom mirror, stick it wherever you're going to see it as a reminder of that endless, timeless, eternal truth. You know, it means that if God is not far from us, God is not far from you. Why don't you just come to him afresh? Faith is an active thing, not a passive thing. God, where are you? Get me out of here. Maybe God would say words to you this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever it is that you're watching this broadcast. I'm here. I've been here all along. Trust me. Come to me. Come as you are. That's the name of our next song. And this is some of the words that we take from that song. Come out of sadness from wherever you've been. Come, broken hearted. Let rescue begin. You know, the amazing truth of God's love for you and me is that sense of rescue can begin in the here and now, right now. The moment we turn to him. Maybe confessing stuff that's not right, or maybe just allowing ourselves that sense of willingness to accept, Okay, God, if you're there, Here I am. As we worship God in song, why don't you do as this song is inviting you to do. Just come as you are. come as you are right now
1: dear Lord Jesus we come before you today seeking your comfort and guidance we pray that you cleanse our hearts and give us courage to ask for your help we trust and believe you hear us and you will answer father remind us that you are with us daily and every step we take help us to trust you for your provision for every potential problem and sudden setback we may face today. God, you are greater than the storm. Help us to place all of our fears in your hands and rest in your unfailing love. Help us to come out of our sadness and let go of what is holding us from our joy. Let go of the uncertainty and the loneliness. Father, the water is so deep and we can't see a way out of it. Thank you for your promise to be with us and to carry us through. Help us to trust you with our own eyes and hearts and help us to see that you are bigger than any problem we are facing today. Lift our weary heads, Lord, so we may look upon you and be refreshed. When doubts and fears set in and overwhelm us, please remind us of how precious we are in your sight, that you are in control and you care for us. Lead us in your ways to surrender our desperate attempts to control things. And may we be able to release the burdens that we were not designed to bear and rest in your grace and goodness. Open doors for us, Lord, where we can find connection with others for their sakes and for ours. I pray we can live in the present, refusing to worry about tomorrow as you affirm your constant presence. Jesus, help us remember you are sovereign even over time itself, and that you are never late to accomplish your perfect plans. We are grateful to belong to you, Lord, and thank you for a life of hope now and forever. God, we want to trust you in our desperate circumstances. May people see how you strengthen us when we are weak and tired and in despair. Protect us all, Lord, and guard us against those who wish us harm. And bless everyone who was listening today, all those who contributed, and our leadership. We ask for more of you in our lives. Shine your face upon us, Lord. We ask all this in your precious name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Thank you, Charlene, for leading us in that time of prayer. Is a quote, and once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure whether the storm now it's time really or not. for what we call celebrations. So we have our celebration uh, chocolate tin here shortly to have that waft of of celebrations. That wafting up, which is brilliant. We love doing this, partially because the pastor likes chocolate, but also, more importantly, because as a church, what we're about is celebrating and sharing the love of God. But for this week, we thought, why don't we start our celebrations a little bit different? Now, if you're a sports fan, you've probably really struggled throughout this last four months with there being no sport at all. Sport, of course, is now just in the beginnings of coming back. And this week, particularly if you're a cricketing fan, you will have noticed that despite there being the loss of a day's reign, England made the impossible possible, largely due to the incredible Ben Stokes, with both his brilliant batting and brilliant fielding. So we thought, why don't we just indulge a little bit and celebrate this guy who is now apparently the number one all round cricketer in the world. So, let's give it up for Ben Stokes.
9: After his latest heroics in England's second test victory over the West Indies, he's become England's superhero on the pitch. And his scintillating form goes all the way back to the very first match of last year's World Cup.
0: Not too sure how you're going to actually appreciate this because it's pure visually uh, not, uh, here. guy hitting this ball so hard out to the boundary. And Ben Stokes catches it with one hand.
9: That is remarkable. That is one of the greatest catches of all time. Stokes saved his best performance until the Cricket World Cup final. He came to the crease with England struggling, but his knock of 84 and runs in the Super Overs propelled England to World Cup glory.
4: Dick Steve, here comes Bode again, ball number three. On the money.
0: A massive 6 hit right out the ground crowd going mad
9: Then to that incredible innings against Australia, Headingley again, England needed a hero, and Stokes stepped up to produce one of the greatest knocks of all time.
0: Things. Okay, so that was just something uh, for cricketing fans. Hope you enjoyed that. And if you're not into cricket, I hope you at least entered into that passion uh, that was and is Ben Stokes. <coughs> okay, so the cat is telling us we got to carry on, so I guess that's what we better do. Well, firstly, there was a competition that we had of the naming of Andrews purple friend. Well, we've got a winning name. The winning name chosen was Bat Current, chosen by the King family, who featured pretty heavily uh, this week, evidently. So there are maybe a deserved winner. So well done to Tom, Laura, Rupert and Francis. And in case you missed it, here's that picture again of Andrew's purple friend. Last week, we also had a question for you. Chris Wilson was seen with a pint in one hand, but why on earth did he have a sachet of ketchup in the other hand? Well, a few of you responded to this. This is what his brother, in Lord Mark, came up with. He said, I reckon he's working as an extra on the new series of Doc Martin and needs it for a surgical visual effect. Am I right? Uh, Well, no, Mark, you're not. But in case you wondered, Doc Martin, played by uh, Martin Clunes, who lives pretty local apparently, doesn't go a bundle on the site of Blood. Well, the correct answer, of course, we've got to go to Chris's wife, Lindsay. And she said, in actual fact, we were waiting for some chips to arrive. Hence the pint in one hand and the sachet of ketchup in the other. No idea what hand he was going to hold his chips in. but I guess that's uh, competition for another week. Okay, what about some birthdays? And this is when we start dishing out some of these. Firstly, this goes back to last Friday. Lisa's husband, Derek, had a birthday then. So, happy birthday, Derek. This is for you. And there's a picture up of Derek with his t-shirt saying, and today it's a happy birthday to Joshua. Atkins, Joshua, happy birthday to you. We'll have to make sure we can get one of these special chocolates uh, to you as well, won't we? And then on Tuesday, it's the lady who actually provides the whole tin of celebrations. D, so it seems a bit mean to only give her one. But D, maybe the taste of paradise for you. So a happy birthday to you on... Tuesday. Then on Friday, we've got a young man's birthday. It's Leo's birthday. I know Leo would really love one of these chocolates, i how on earth can I get one of these chocolates to Leo, I wonder? <laughs> it's my chocolates. <laughs> I hope you were aware that we socially distance there. Okay, happy birthday to you, Leo, for Friday. And then on Saturday, happy birthday to V. Now V and Bruce, as we know, are going to be uh, moving away uh, to Abu Dhabi. They spent a little bit of time in Cheltenham, seeing our family there, then down to Kent before we have to say a farewell to V and to Bruce, who presented the broadcast last week. But happy birthday nonetheless, V, on Saturday. Now we want to catch up with somebody else here from the church. Here's a time when I met up with Chris Llewellyn this week. Hello. Hiya Chris, how are you doing then?
9: I'm oh, not so bad, Roger, thanks. A
0: little yeah. bit a little bit better than you were a couple of weeks ago, Yeah,
9: yeah, I was a bit down then but I've bucked up because I know that the Lord's here. Definitely here.
0: And I gather you've been really
9: regular on these weekly broadcasts? Every week I watch because it makes Sunday special. It brings the church back on a Sunday. I've missed it so much.
0: Excellent, that excellent.
9: being able to watch it on a Sunday morning and join in with the hymns, my neighbours are going to get me evicted soon for the singing at that time of the day on a Sunday, but I don't care.
0: (laughs) I won't ask you to give any rendition at the moment. No, 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 no. What I am going to ask you, though, is it looks to me as if you're hiding a brand new toy toy behind that door. Mm, Yeah, you could say
9: that. Can we have a look? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. This is my new Scooter. look
0: at that you look at that I'll we'll get a little bit closer hopefully people can see that now tell us chris why have you got your brand new scooter
9: well i figured that i needed to be able to be a bit more independent yeah sure and get out a bit more because i'm in too much and i have to bother other people and i don't like doing that have, so... you,
0: have you got your l plates
9: no, no. <laughs> you would love to see me getting up the ramp and back in the house
0: Let's That's save a... that for another occasion. Yeah, so if people see you coming, it's a bit of a get out of the way. Look, hey, Chris yeah, is... Well, it's all right. Oh, I can... oh, <laughs> <laughs> lovely to see you, Chris. Yeah,
9: lovely to see you too. Time for another song. This time we're going to be sung too, but feel free to join in if you know the song. Father of kindness, you have poured out of grace... You brought me out of darkness. You have filled me with
0: peace. Giver of mercy. You're my help in time of need. Lord, I can't help but sing. The song is called Yes and Amen. This is Tom King who's singing this out in his garden. Oh, a nice, comfy sofa.
8: You have poured out grace You brought me out of darkness You have filled
0: Great, all the response from God that you're gonna get as a
8: yes.
4: Once
0: more, all your promises. in the cafe time for a coffee lovely well what did you make of those backing vocalists weren't they fantastic so rupert francis thank you so much for taking part in that that did put a real smile on my face god where are you get me out of here and the response we get as we've discovered is that sense of his Word saying god is not far from each likes of you and me. That is good news. The Christian faith is good news. It's all about this relationship that he is wanting with you and me. But I can't see God. That's very often a troublesome point for some people. Well, you know, the only thing that's worse than having a relationship with an invisible God is not having a relationship with this God who we can't see. But we can still know that he is there. And no matter what it is that you may well be going through at this moment in time, we're going to be over the the coming uh, few weeks thinking about issues of, of anger, issues of stress... Issues of worry, issues of loneliness. Despite all those things that we may well feel from time to time, especially over this current uh, COVID season that's kind of haunted us and plagued us, that we wanted to be just out of, we're going to be discovering, I believe, that this God who may well be invisible is able to be there for the likes of you and me, right in the midst, and then to help us journey through that. It may or may not be that our circumstances do or don't change. But his reality with us and walking through with us is nonetheless going to be there. And that's what we're going to be seeking to explore
5: together. You know, back in Isaiah, we read there in uh, chapter 55, Seek the Lord while he may be found. The only difference from... The game of hide and seek in that verse is that God is a God
0: who is longing to be found. He's just wanting us to have that expression of wanting to come to Him.
5: Trust that you will seek to do that. If you've got any questions about what you've heard, please do get in touch. Any
0: feedback about the broadcast, we'd love to hear from you. All your comments, all the little bits that you've enjoyed. But particularly any questions in terms of where you feel that you're at in your own particularly Journey through your own jungle. God bless. Until next week. Every new day is a new beginning. Take a deep breath, smile and begin again. God woke you up today for a reason. Trust in his perfect plan. Forgot me out. Now
5: it's
0: back to the jungle for me, Roger and Ed. go through the deep waters i will be with you says the lord thank you for joining our church broadcast big thank you to fraser who created the i'm in lockdown get me out of here lyric thank you so much to leo who did the editing of this broadcast and for all those who shared If you'd like to know more about the church you can obviously phone us on 01305 267171 or find a website where you can click on to dorchestercommunitychurch.org.uk and why not maybe pass this audio cd onto a friend or family member so that they like you like each of us may discover that this god is not far from each and every one of us.